everyone. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Sacral Stimulation. Stimulation. I'm like, we got to do it. Right. <laughs> we have to do it in <sighs> Okay, we have a good one here. And we, we were do. already like balls deep all morning talking about. Did five at five. We did five at five. Mm-hmm. And then we have just been. Chit-chatting. Catching about up. Everything. About everything. About everything. Just um, kicking it. Really. Well, oh, is he? Okay. Sorry, guys. Joe's downstairs. I thought he was choking on a block. <laughs> He's <being> a wild man. <laughs> so today we have a hotline question we from do. a listener. And let me just say thank you to anyone who has reached out to us, sent us an email, sent us a question. Like we have received them and we're integrating these hotline topics in as we go. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And keep them coming. Keep them coming. Because <laughs> we love it because we want this to be more of a community space. We understand that some of the topics that not only ones that we bring up, but that come to mind when you listen, mm-hmm. like there, uh, there might not be people in your life that you could talk about it with. And we're not here to advise you on what yeah. to do on those things, but we will give you our opinion. Yeah, exactly. We'll like, you know, if anything, <clears throat> we'll be a soundboard. Yeah. We'll hear you. Yeah. And, you know create a conversation around it and maybe maybe something feels good about that to you and maybe not and either way we love you yeah <laughs> either we way we fucks that. with you we hard do. as fuck okay. and we hold the space for you yes to, to, for whatever so this week we're going to talk about um we got a question and it's kind of a double faceted question so we're gonna kind of state the question and then we'll kind of run with it from there um so we had a listener reach out that wanted to know um, if we let our partners finish or come ejaculate, whatever whatever term you want to use inside of us. Um, and if we do, how do we do it? And if we don't, what else do we do? Um, and then we'll kind of go on to the second part of it mm-hmm. later. Like yeah. Well, I, yeah. I guess. Well, the, and then the That's second like the part, part. Yeah, the first part we'll get into a little bit, mm-hmm. and then the second part, which I think is like kind of the most important thing that we're going to talk about, is like if something is already established in like a long term relationship, mm-hmm. as this is just kind of what we always do. Um, in this listener's case, you know, they he's he has been coming inside of her for. They've been married for 10 years. For 10 now, years. And never really talked about it, never really discussed it, and just kind of want to, um, you know, maybe she wants to change her mind. And not in just that situation, but any situation. If you're in a long-term relationship and you've been doing something that you've done and you're changing, you know, yeah. yeah. Like, how do you integrate that? How, how do you bring do you it up? That boundary. Yeah. yeah. So, so for the first part... Um, you know, I am a, um, I've always pulled in print. I was on birth control for a while. I'm not on birth control now. Mm-hmm. And my current partner, he just pulls out. Um, and then I guess it depends on where it goes. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'll reach down for it and put it all over myself. Sometimes he'll put it all over me. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I shove it in my mouth, like, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't usually come inside of me because one, we don't live together. So like, I, and it's not that I don't want to have a baby, but Mm -hmm. I want to be a little more established when that happens. happens. Yeah. Okay. So like, let's talk about 
the number one reason why, or not, I mean, <laughs> what is the biggest risk? Obviously, there's so many like, you know, mm -hmm. ST STDs and sexually transmitted infections, diseases, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you can create a fucking baby. Yeah. Hello. Like, yeah. and you don't want to do that <clears throat> shit unintentionally. I mean, sometimes we do. It's mm -hmm. an accident, but sometimes like. It would be when you think about creating a human and like having something in your room space for nine months, like you want to be pretty intentional about it. Yeah, I feel like so me and G, we we pull and pray like we had Nani early. Mm -hmm. So obviously he came inside of me, guys. Mm -hmm. A little science right. here for you today. <laughs> um, but when I got pregnant from Nani, I was young and we had unprotected sex when we were young. We started off with condoms, but I was like afraid to like ask my mom for birth control and yeah. shit. So we would do condoms and then eventually you're horny and you don't have a condom and then you feel up, you know, you, some people prefer the sensation. I did. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, of not having a condom. So then you start fucking without a condom and the next thing you know, you have a baby. Right. So then I went on birth control after Nani for a while and um, didn't really enjoy birth control in my body at all. Yeah. And during that time that I was on birth control, we always fucked without a condom mm -hmm. and always, I would say for the most of the time, or I don't, I, it would be 50-50. Sometimes yeah. you would come inside me, sometimes you wouldn't. It would just really and let's depend. also throw in here that you can't have a baby while you're on birth Yes. Like birth control is not the end all. You can have a baby when you have a condom on, right? right? Like there's right. always the, basically like we and Kales were just talking about this. If a baby spirit is trying to make its way into this it's realm, guys, <laughs> it's coming. There's been people with their tubes tied. Look at fucking yeah. the Virgin Mary. Bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she right? Just, like, it in there. If I a spirit it. baby is coming through, it's coming. He, he or she or it or they, whatever, mm -hmm. they're coming. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and now after Joe, my tubes are tied. So I'm not and even then there's still a chance, still right? A chance, Obviously, right? I know I know that there's still a risk, but um if if a spirit baby wants in that bad, bro, you you're welcome. Right. Like right. <laughs> bring it on. Speaking um <laughs> yeah. So now, now it's about 50/50. Sometimes he does come inside me, sometimes mm -hmm. he doesn't. I guess I don't mind it. Yeah. If it comes inside of me, I don't mind it. I don't love it. Right. I'm not like, oh, yeah, baby, like I want that because, you know, I mean, this may be a little TMI, but hello, we're, we're on sacral simulation. Yeah, but right. Like when they come inside of you, like you, it doesn't, like it has to come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then this is a whole level of like, you have to get up to the bathroom, sit on the toilet, piss, you're taking a and towel let's talk about to clean that up. Too, because I had a problem, and this was also just like wounds that I had. So when you do have, like, when they do come inside of you, it's really important for you to go to the, to go pee after. Like, you don't want to, like, leave that shit inside of you because you can get a urinary tract infection mm -hmm. or a bladder infection yeah. from that. And, like, sometimes I don't go yeah. pee afterwards, yeah. you know? And it's like, fuck, you know? It's just like, it's a, it's an, it's an extra layer that you, you there's some cleanup afterwards, you know? Because yeah. it doesn't just, like, your body it's doesn't fluid. suck it up. Yeah. You know, it has it to come out. Juicy when you're having sex. So but the same thing, like if it, it gotta go, it's gotta go somewhere. Mm -hmm. So like you said, unless you suck it all up with your mouth and swallow it right. and put it in your belly, like right. you're gonna be doing some cleanup. Right. You know. Right. So even even butt stuff, like you gotta poop that out. Yeah, it's gotta come out. Uh huh. Unless someone, one of our listeners, <laughs> has a magic remedy. Let us know. Let us know if you have something that you do awesome with cum. Mm -hmm. Let us know. 
I do. I have heard that it's a really good like skin rejuvenator. I hear that, but is it? So, I don't know. I've never is it tried though? it. I've always said I was <clears throat> gonna get a jar. I've tried it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm like you. I've you never. I've just had some on my face, and I'm like, let me just, let me just, leave just this, in yeah. case, right. you know. Wake up in the morning, you're like, what are all these flakes right. on my face? Oh yeah. It didn't do. It didn't do anything spectacular. Right. Obviously, I just did like that one little sample. Right. One. I probably tried a handful of times. I'm not gonna lie. Over the years, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> put some on my lips. Yeah, just, I've never like had, like just been like I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I never really <clears throat> seen anything that it really works. It seems like a man made that up, <laughs> right? So that he had an excuse. A man's like, "This is really face. good for your skin." Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I heard it makes your titties big." <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's different ways, but like, you know, I mean, even when you're having sex, no matter what, like, there's always a chance to create a baby. Period. So you just have to be conscious of it. The mm-hmm. only way you can prevent that is by not having sex. Or just keep into the dick sucking, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. anytime that that penis is around your vagina, there's a chance of a baby, even mm-hmm. with pre cum. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard you know people pull out all the time, and then they still get pregnant. Mm. It's juicy. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I guess. So and you and G have been married for a while, so there. So you're like fifty fifty. So sometimes you do, sometimes sometimes you don't. we do. I guess it all just depends. Like yeah. you know, sex is different every time. Right. Like, sometimes yes. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. you're in the moment and you can't get out in time. Right. right. <laughs> sometimes like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you're intentional about where you're gonna put it. Right. I don't know. So I guess it just varies. I'm yeah. not. I'm not like against it. I'm not like mad if he does like. It doesn't bother me enough to be like, I don't want you to do that anymore. So I guess that takes us into like the next portion of it. Like if it came down to it and you didn't want him to do it anymore, do you feel safe in your relationship to talk about it and tell him that? Yeah, I guess I don't know enough about our listener's situation, but Uh I, I would say like at any point in your relationship, if you feel like you can't talk to your partner about something like that in itself like deserves some reflection you know because like and I'm not saying like you can't because like there are some things that are difficult to talk about like you know like that may be difficult if you've been doing something one way for a long time so I guess especially if you can't explain it I guess that would be my thing right Uh so what I would suggest or what I would do mm-hmm. would be to be like, okay, why do I like whatever my thing I wanted to change is, right? Mm-hmm. Why do I want to change it? And like sit with it, anchor into my truth behind it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to do this anymore because it makes me this or it makes me feel like this or I don't, it does this. Or like do do your inner research on why you're making your decision that you're going to make. Right. And that will help you stand firm in it when you. Exactly. When you go to it, it, right? So you won't be like, you won't hesitate. You will just be like, hey, this is a boundary that I have to speak about because these are the reasons. Like, sit down, write it down. Right. You know? And I think Alex kind of talked about this when she was here about just, like, being open. Um, You know, like, you should have, you should be with a partner that gives you the space to be open. Mm-hmm. And if you've never had, a, if your relationship hasn't been like that the whole time, there's still space for you to create that. Yeah, yeah. It can so happen. You, you just have to be, 
you know, it takes it's, probably more than one I, conversation for you to actually get down to the, hey, I don't want you to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. But you start the conversation, you open up, you open it up, and you just start being more open with them mm -hmm. is where is really where you start, right? Yeah. And then eventually, you and, and it's weird at first. So Alex, I was very, very intentional when I met him that I was going to be open and we were going to have an open line of Mm -hmm. no matter what and I told him that the day that I met him because I had never had that before yeah and yeah there were some conversations that were weird as fuck and I mm -hmm. didn't really want to have them but like I also didn't want to hold that shit and mm -hmm. carry it around and have resentment or anger yeah towards him. that part because like, mm -hmm. really I'm mad at myself because I yeah. didn't fucking say it so like uh but it's taken time and there are even some conversations where like I just kind of throw it out there as like a joke mm -hmm. and see how it goes yeah and then like at some point like bring it back up and like, I'm getting better at it to where mm -hmm. I can just be like, hey, this is a something. Mm -hmm. See, I'm the complete, like if something is sitting on my heart or anywhere in my body, I'm like, hey, like, let's talk about this right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, which is a blessing and a curse because like, it's cool, like to talk about it. But sometimes I need to learn to sit with my emotions so I can understand where I mm. feel about them before I go. Because sometimes I'm just so like, so in this moment, then I want to resolve it right away. And I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. So that's why like, too, like, I have to, I have to like, really sit and like, ask myself, like, you know, why I'm doing it. There was another thing I was going to say, but I forgot what it was, because I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but it is, I mean, um, you know, having a relationship that you can communicate in just creates like a deeper bond yeah i mean alex is my best friend geo's your best friend mm -hmm. and like just being able <clears throat> to to come to him and and talk about talk about my fucking period and yeah. just be like hey man like today this sucks like mm -hmm. i took this i took this mad dump and like it hurt so bad <laughs> because like my period sucks right now like he gives me the space to do that. Mm -hmm. And I and I do understand that there aren't relationships that you can do that in. And that breaks my heart. Because if I didn't have that, I don't like like I said, we don't I don't really have that many close girlfriends. Yeah. Like you and I have really been building a bond. But I don't really have mm -hmm. anyone else I can call and be like, hey man, like listen this to what is, happened yeah. to me today. Mm -hmm. And for me to have that, like I'm so grateful for that. And I've always told them too, like, even if we always talk about even if we had a baby and we didn't work and we had a co-parent, mm -hmm. like we would be good co-parents because yeah. we would be able to communicate about things, mm -hmm. which is just a huge part of a relationship in general. Yeah. But you should mm -hmm. always like in, in, have the space or create the space for you to openly say what it is and what you don't want in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. And draw those boundaries. I know the boundaries are hard. They suck. But like it is important, you can have boundaries in a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Just because you've been with them for so long doesn't mean they can do whatever the fuck they want, regardless of what you say. That's not mm -hmm. true. <clears throat> yeah. Be given and I think like oh, I think like when we're when we are changing, the people closest to you are sometimes the most resistant. You know, so like when you're changing <clears throat> your mind, or you're evolving, or you're shedding, or you're you're stepping into the person you are becoming mm -hmm. or you really are. And just realizing that, you know, like the people that see you every day and know you as your old vibration, they, they're like, who, like, what the fuck? Like, who are you? Like yeah. you're acting like someone new and you're like, yes, because I'm, I'm moving into a new space. So it like 
sometimes they they take the longest to see you know to recognize it you know yeah. and that resistance sometimes keeps you there yeah you know because like there's things like I remember when I became a vegetarian and I stopped eating meat and everyone <clears throat> and my family like my closest people were like bitch you were just like smashing a fucking steak the right, other day like right. now you don't eat meat like and it was just like this is just an example of like in any way you can put it but like people like didn't want to let you let go because they love the they love the you that they're there you know like so they try to hold on and uh, cling to those things that make you you and they they fear that with you evolving or changing or expanding that that may create space from them yeah. or that means that that part is going to be gone too you know so be realize that like it doesn't mean that's not as soon as you decide to vibrate at a different frequency do something different become a different version and know know that you're going to hit resistance. Yeah, it's going to happen. But mm-hmm. as soon the more the more that you choose that way, the less resistance comes. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're just it's just going to be like, oh, okay, this is <clears throat> this is a new truth. And what you know? it is your truth? People who see it, even the people mm-hmm. closest to you, yeah. will see it. You right. know what I mean? Right. And it's okay to change again. Like now, I eat meat again. Yeah. Well, I, I do sometimes, but it's same. Like evolve. We're we're here to evolve. We're not here to do the same thing every single day and be the same person. We do that as life. people too. It sucks yeah. balls. Like we will literally like claim a part of our reality today. Yeah. And even though it's not our truth anymore, mm-hmm. we hold on to it because that's what I said, and that's who I am, and that's what I do, and it's like. Mm, no, like yeah. it doesn't have to be anymore if that's not your truth, yeah. you know, like and it happens with friendships too. I mean, I've had to end a few friendships because like we just weren't on the same vibe mm-hmm. and like it wasn't any <clears throat> hard feelings. Yeah, it sucked because it's like, man, we used to kick it all the time. But mm-hmm. like you grow and you evolve and you change and it happens in friendships. It happens in relationships. It happens with your kids. I mean, at some point, like your kids don't need you anymore. And then that whole thing evolves too. like it. It's supposed to naturally happen, but we do, we have been conditioned Mm. to think like, this is what you do and this is what you have to do every single day. But it's not like that. It's really not. Yeah. The only, I mean, that's the only thing that's like for sure Mm -hmm. is that it's going to continue to cycle and change and move and nothing sits still. And it's Mm -hmm. like the unknown is so uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, (gasps) right. But I mean, that's where like your faith and your surrender and your trust like that comes in. And it's like, <sighs> yeah. And I guess like in regards to like these actual conversations where you have to draw a boundary, like do it with good intentions. You know, like anytime I have to talk to Alex about something that like, like, for instance, if I had to talk to him about not coming inside me, mm-hmm. we'll just use this exact same scenario. First of all, I would get myself in space. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would sit with it. I would figure out, like you suggested, like figure out why mm-hmm. so you can explain yourself and be confident about it. And then when I actually go to like approach him about these things, I make sure I'm in the right mindset because mm-hmm. I don't want to go up and be like, motherfucker, stop it. Like yeah. this is done and like turn it into this aggressive argument because that's not going to hit well with mm-hmm. him, right? So, like, you always want to, like, try to get yourself in the space where you could just speak from your heart. Yeah. And be like, I feel this way. This is my truth. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that you, like, you take it as not offense to you. Yeah. But, like, because you love me, mm-hmm. you will listen. 
And then, and then I give him the space. Like there have been times where like, I've said something and he, he walked right out the door and he went for a walk Mm -hmm. and then came back after taking a couple of deep breaths and taking a walk. And then we talked about it. Doesn't always have to be talked about at that moment. You can drop it off at the table and you can leave it there. You can let it get cold Mm -hmm. and then come back to it. Yeah. I think too, like when I, when I say like sit with yourself too, and like dig into your truth and like, um, (laughs) good one. And like digging into your truth and like finding out why you're doing it. It's like, and if you're, if like, if I was making a change with Gio, who's my husband, the father of both of my kids, someone that I plan to be with, someone that, you know, who wouldn't want to hurt me. So if I, or wouldn't want to do anything that didn't feel good to me. So if I brought something to him, I know it would be like something that we're, we're changing. I would, I would find my reasonings and explain it to him because I know he cares. I know he's going to be like, Oh, if it's bothering you, I'm on it, you know, but some people might not have that space and you don't have to always explain your reasonings. Like, because I said so is enough. If yeah. that applies to your situation, no is a full you know, sentence. yeah, fuck yeah, no is a full sentence. So like, if if you're in a relationship, in not necessarily a long term relationship, and you want to create a boundary, really, Joe, be drinking out of a dog. <sighs> like a dog, Joey, you here no. <laughs> so wild. Why? <laughs> okay, but so, I think that. I think that, that yeah, that kind of gives our point it, of yeah. view. <laughs> um, just go into it from your heart. Just speak from your heart. Know that he might get offended. It might wound. You know, it might jab at his masculinity. Mm-hmm. But he'll get the he'll get hopefully get over it, and you can have a conversation about it. Just open the space for it. You know. Yeah. Speak from your heart. So let us know, guys. Yeah. Do you? What do you do with the cum? What do you do with the cum? We want to know. Do you let them turn into badass babies like I did? <laughs> yeah. That drink from the fucking water bowl? Do you? (laughs) He's too much. He is a lot. Um, Or do you have like a a certain? Have you ever did a facial? Yeah. Have you ever done a facial with it? And or do you suck it? Suck suck it dry. Yeah. So let us know. Sable Simulation at gmail.com. What do you do with your cum? Goodbye. Bye.